Ah uh, yes, 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 yes. We're back with another one. Uh, this is your favorite show, Naked, with me, Jordan, and my beautiful ghost. Ashley. See, there we go. We're getting better with these intros now. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you want to follow us, go ahead and follow us on... Um, man, there's so much now because every week it feels like we have like a different platform. But now we are on iTunes, so you can search up the show on iTunes. Be sure to rate the, st- the show five stars there. We are on iHeart. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. I don't know, just whatever you listen to on your podcast, whether it be Podbean or anything like that, we're probably on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, kudos to the show growing, and we are back with another one. This is, I mean, I just want to jump straight into it. Um, boy, so we're talking about divorce today. Mm-hmm. Uh our favorite topic because um i mean really it's just we're to unpack with this one actually i just people are getting married because divorce is people who get married and for whatever reason they fall out of love they do or whatever the reason is yeah whatever the reason is and they just call it quits what's going on with that why do you are you girls um you females out there tripping us females. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think females do be tripping and men be cheating. Oh, so yeah. so is the man that's cheating now. Yeah. So I'm saying your- everybody has everybody has their their um their their roles that they play. I was gonna say so in your scientific opinion or scientific analysis here. What do you think is the main cause for people who get divorced? And I mean, how how soon into the marriage do they typically do that? I feel like the main cause is probably finances. Finances. Yeah. Why like is that? not being on the same page. All right. So, in what form does that take? Like, what do you mean by finances? Is it just like people don't either, have money, or okay, so either not having money, or like either you make a decent amount of money, or you make good money, but you guys aren't on the same page so like there's people that have like married people that have separate bank accounts yeah i never understood that keep their money separate yeah i mean um no joint accounts no um i don't know just no accountability to each other when it comes to the money like you do what you do with your money i'll do what i do with my money yeah but why is it like that in the first place because why would somebody who decides to get married just all of a sudden decide oh okay i don't want to i want to keep my money separate like what is i see where you're going with this oh is it trust is that is that where we're going i mean i'm I'm not gonna say it's not really a trust thing i mean because the thing is the way i see it is i actually wasn't going to say although i think statistically finances is the number one cost for divorce but I honestly wasn't going to say money because for me i'm all about character so i want to go back down to the human level but you know statistically i guess it is finances but it's, yeah i mean i guess you can say trust but also i think it's just people are i want to make a bold claim here and i'm going to say that people are selfish and scared i think it comes from being afraid to share anything with anyone that's not yourself because before you get married, you're most likely a single person. You're not accountable for anybody or anything, really. You might be, you might have been living with your parents before. You might have your own place, and you might have a decent job, and you're making some decent money. You might have gained some assets, whatever the case is. And for some reason, you think that when you marry somebody, 
that's in jeopardy i wonder why that kills me it's just like why are you getting married in the first place then i know that's and actually um because i want to make sure that i stick to my notes here because there are some things because i'm gonna hit you with a fast one right here right here um did you know because obviously it's no secret we're black Mm-hmm. In case you didn't know, I hate to break it to a lot of you guys. Um, if you haven't watched the video version, um, surprise. We're, we're, um, yeah, we're black. So, one thing about black people in marriage, where do you think we stack up on the marriage chart? Like, you know, are we are we good about that? You know, we we have our big family reunions. You know, Honestly, we wear the matching T-shirts, everything like that. So, you, I'd say we're doing pretty well, right? No, I mean from. I guess I'm just going to go off of what I personally see and in my own family, which I know you know this, not a lot of people in my family are married. I haven't, I don't know a lot of black people like personally, like friends wise. I don't really know a lot that are married either. And that's like cousins and stuff like that. That's, um, it's kind of scary though, because, and I don't mean like single people. I mean like either like they have kids with somebody or they're living with somebody like stuff like that, where they're actually in long-term relationships, but, and have done like those other things, but they're not married. That's what I mean when like, I'm not talking about single people. Oh, so, okay. Like, but that, and that's my thing. That's another thing that we, I want to eventually tackle and address too. I I understand. I get people are in different situations. Things Mm -hmm. happen. So maybe you might have a child from a previous marriage or relationship, whatever the case is, but you're not currently married right now. But did you know, Hey, did you know that black people, us, our race are the least married race in the entire country? That does mm, not me, surprise me, not one bit. It doesn't surprise you, why? I mean, I'm t- I told you, I'm I'm coming today. Like I'm <laughs> hitting all the hard questions. I w- I want to figure out why. I really want to get to the bottom of this. Not even just from like a a black versus white, Hispanic, Asian. I want to approach this from a humanistic view and understand why it's different from either culture to culture and what and like how is that affecting us. I, I honestly don't know why it's so different for us. I don't know if it's because that's just what we've seen. If um, Like, I know a lot of black women have that, like, I'm strong, independent, don't need no man, like, kind of mentality. I, I just wonder where that came from. Is that, that come from, like, a rat? Is, do you think that song, Independent, you know what I'm talking about? That old stupid. From Boosie? Is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, that, that song. I, I. Go ahead. Um, I, you know, There's I know you know it. a man singing that song. Oh wait, no, but he's singing about a woman. Wait, that's a man singing that song. Yeah, I N D E P E N D. That's a man. Yes. You didn't know that. No, I didn't. How does that sound like a girl to you? It sounded like a. Yeah, but you see my point though but he's singing about women she got her own she got her own i don't remember the words but yeah, like do. all that stuff all right so that's that's my I point believe it that's what I'm, that's what i'm trying <laughs> to get to the bottom of so why are we the only ones because how many how many white people you know out there talking about their independent ind whatever spelling it out hear, for I you mean, i'm sure like there are women that say that but i don't hear them like talk about it the same woman the same way that i hear black women talk about it like just being so um 
just on their own and independent. I don't need no man. You know, I got this. I can raise my kids all on my own. I can go out and do mm. all the jobs on my own without having the help of a man. Mm. But I'm, I feel like it's like a survivor thing. Like, I feel like nowadays, maybe people have gotten so accustomed to it. That's just the way that they actually feel. But I feel like it was probably from like survival. Survival from what, though? From not from like them having kids with somebody and the guy not sticking around. See, I think so. Now we're kind of going back to because we we've obviously talked about it in other episodes, but we're I I see we're starting to get back to the thing that we keep talking about. When we you had a whole episode where we talked about keeping your legs closed. All right, I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about in no, general. I mean, just yeah, I mean, saying like we we had a whole episode about that. And so, because we have not done that, and that's just everybody, I'm not talking about just black people, but in general, because we haven't done that, now we have this problem to deal with. So why does it seem like, because I know you just said the whole thing about keeping your legs closed, why does it seem like black women are the ones that end up with without fathers for their kids versus white women? Because I, I mean... Or any other race, because I know they're all out there. I mean, other races are out there having premarital sex, too. So why does it seem like black women always get the short end of the stick and they're the ones that get left? I like that. That's a good question. Um, I mean, I'm I don't, genuinely curious. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll put it like this. And that actually brings me to my next point is... I'm going to just say what I'm going to make a lot of bold claims in this podcast today. Yeah, so y'all, y'all better strap in, man. But um, my bold claim here is we have a problem. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to address. Trust me that the tail end of this podcast, I'm going to address the, the man side um, very heavily, very, very heavily um, as to why we are just as much the problem and still are the problem today. But I will say one thing that men like or one thing that men look for in, in um in a woman in a woman is um as kevin samuels would describe it fit friendly cooperative and cooperative also means it could be like submissive too i think i think more so in our culture there is a submission problem and I'll, i can tie back to that from the man's side which we'll we'll get into that later but it's also because we're not the kind of men that we should be in order was, to command that kind of respect. I was literally going to say that. I know that there is a submission problem. And women today will even tell you, I've seen comments on posts with a bunch of women saying like, hey, I'll be submissive to somebody who deserves it. Like, you're not going to have me being submissive to you, but I'm still responsible to pay half of the bills in the house like we're roommates. Yeah. And see, and that's what I'm going to I'm going to really dive into that later. But that's why. And that's because, you but know, a, but, but then again, point. like that's on both sides, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter so much just black people or black women. But I'm answering the question because that is kind of a thing more so on our side of the fence than somebody else's. And that's also because, like, typically, you know. It's, it's it's a it's a merry-go-round See, there's not I really so much like just oh it's it's your fault it's more so just it's a because it's in a circle it's everybody's fault ultimately it won't, i mean no matter what culture you come from but because of that reason because we're not really doing what we're supposed to do then that's why we get that lack of cooperation 
But I also will say though, in which I mean, you know what? I'll say that for later. But I think you were you were going to touch on something. Well, no, I was just going to say I also feel like a part of the blame is like the media. Like obviously, when you're young and you're looking up, and you well, especially if you come from a broken household, and you're looking at rappers and um, athletes and stuff like that. And that's kind of where you're getting your image of being a man from. Like those guys, you don't really see what you're supposed to see from a man as far as like respecting women um, and doing the right thing as far as that stuff goes. And then you also don't see like women themselves aren't exactly respectful of them their bodies and and how and they taking carry care themselves. of themselves and you know yeah and like going half naked on the internet and just like going on these reality shows and just showing out stuff like that like i think it's just a bad image on both sides of what people are trying to look up to and see like oh yeah that's what i'm supposed to be when i get older like yeah so culture because we're so quick cult, to talk about the, the whole culture. culture yeah i think it's just the whole culture that just messes up and it trickles down because when you don't have broken households and you don't have an actual positive image of what you're supposed to see and be that's the stuff that you're looking at and then that's what you get and that's why it just keeps going around and around in a circle and it just keeps passing down to generations on just broken households that's a really a really good point and um and i'm gonna hold on to that one because uh, you mentioned the, the, the word of the day or the, the the phrase of the day which is broken households because i mean um obviously you've and we've we talked about this before but you come from what is considered a broken household so i'm sure you have a, a unique perspective on that but not everyone feels the same way but one thing i did want to do though is let me pull up some quick statistics real quick because um this might be shocking or may not be shocking to you, but, you know, going back to the whole race marriage thing, and this is something that I'm, I know we're definitely going to cover in, in later episodes, too, because uh, one thing that we always talk about, me and you, is generational wealth. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that, that's like our main goal. I think that should be the goal of any married couple, oh, because yeah. that's the whole reason why we as humans cohabitate that's why because we're trying to leave a legacy or leave something behind when we're gone it's the reason why back in if you think you know your history cavemen and and people in, in the egyptian times developed language writing all that stuff to tell stories while we have folk stories it's to leave something behind to guide the people coming behind you yeah that's the whole reason why that, we're here like as just as a civilization like what if those people didn't do stuff like that like invent math and writing and stuff like that like we wouldn't be where we are today so can you imagine if everybody every single married couple out there everybody that decided to have kids chose to say okay this is what i'm gonna do to create general generational wealth this is what i'm gonna do to pass down my legacy how far along would we be how many how many of us would be in poverty and and just different things like that if Mm. we like as a whole everybody thought like that to pass this knowledge down onto our kids the whole world would probably be a a better place and you know and you know here it is i'm about to say it again the reason and here's here's my hot take too on the reason why we get divorced and why marriages don't work is because we get bad information Mm -hmm. whether it be the media or the music or whatever it is but why is it not affecting us because here's the statistics 30 percent of black people so marriage by statistics 30 percent of the black community are married, 50% never married, and and we're at the very bottom. 
And so right above us is the Hispanic community at 43%, married 43%. That's already 13% higher than us. And let's see, white people come in at 52%, 52% married, Asians 58% married. And they have a smaller percentage. White people have a 28% of never married and then Asians at 31, but we have 50% of never married. Why is that? And why is it that we keep talking about, oh, black people don't have any money. We're disadvantaged. We're so quick to blame the white man and blame somebody else. But yet, if I had to guess, I would say we don't have generational wealth because we don't have strong families. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a strong family, you have nothing to leave behind. And now the people that come after you are already disadvantaged. Exactly. They have to start from scratch from stuff that they that you should have already laid out the foundation for them for. Yeah. Like, why do we always think that, you know, it, it, you know, speaking of other races or, or, or whatever it is that, oh, they have it this good because the color of their skin, because of this, this and that. Oh, it was handed money handed down to them. Well, how, how do you think they got that money handed to them? Because a person before them decided to make a decision and say, I'm going to stick with my family. I'm going to do this so I can pass it down. That person, they come from somebody else. That's how humans are made. So there's not a single person saying, oh, I'm going to pass this down to my nephew. Well, I mean, some people, that, that might happen sometimes. But usually people who are wealthy, the 1%, um, I don't remember the exact statistic on this, but typically they get that money from their parents mm -hmm. that came before them. So that's one thing I just really want to impress on us, um, maybe as a culture real quick, because I mean, that's the thing. And that's our mission here as for this podcast. We're not doing this to make a buck. As you can tell, I mean, in our voices and how we present the show and how I want to make sure that this thing looks a certain way and is done a certain way, we have a message that we want to get across. And that message is, I am sick. I'm absolutely sick of seeing people, us, black men especially, talk about, oh, this don't work. I don't want to do this because it puts my money at risk. You ain't making no money. Most of y'all are not making six figures. Most of you are not making a million dollars a year. So don't talk about securing the bag and all this stuff and you know, I don't want to share that stuff where I don't want nobody taking 50% because you're already coming at it from a fear-based perspective. And then the problem is... And a selfish one. And a selfish one. But I would also say that because we have weak men, not just in the black community, I ain't talking about that, but we have a lot of weak men out there. And weakness means... And I'm not going to say marriage is for everybody. It's really not. I'm not going to say everybody should get married. I do think if you're out there, you know, doing the nasty, it might be something that you should consider, but I don't think everyone should get married, but I will say the reason why marriage doesn't work is because we come at it from a fear-based perspective because we're weak, but more on that later, but Ashley, you said that you, um, you said something about broken homes. Mm -hmm. And so there is a post. Oh my gosh! There's okay. a go ahead, go ahead and share that post you know real quick on Facebook. But I, I just had to go my little my little diatribe real quick, you know. But um, okay. So yeah, go ahead and talk about that post. How somebody 
it wanted to this say is a short like one it's not long like the last one but you know you, you know i always have to come with the post um so it says i hate when people refer to single parents having a broken home it's not you know what's a broken home having a house full of people who shouldn't be together and bleed that toxic energy into their kids that is a broken home toxic I energy do not agree with this post why is that it's like giving a pass for literally all the broken homes that we have out there no do you want toxic energy and all that stuff around your kids because you're staying with somebody that you can't get along with obviously not meanwhile you chose them in the first place i mean because exactly I, we always want to pretend like we didn't see it come yeah you did and we're not talking about the abuse stories we're not talking about all that stuff right right we're not abuse talking is about different. The serious stuff that's different but we're talking about people who generally don't have problems that just it, fix it just fix it that yes, makes, yes. makes too much sense that, and people are going to say oh it's not that easy no it is that easy you fix it you talk about it whatever the issue is and you you work on it until you fix it so what are some things that you would say could happen in a marriage that people people would need to fix because one of the main reasons aside from money that people because I mean I will say females typically are the ones that initiate the divorce that is i think like 80 percent but because of that one of the things that they always cite you know there's always irre- irreconcilable differences but one thing they always talk about is oh i don't love him no more oh um i'm not happy anymore mm-hmm. and we man we talked about that in the last podcast too that. we talked Your about the whole happy not thing be the reason that you're happy they should be a part of the reason you're happy but they shouldn't be the sole reason you're happy if you don't have your partner, you should still know how to be happy without them. Precisely. And, and if you're a happy person, guess what? There probably isn't as much for you to argue about with somebody and, and have tension with with your partner, you know, to create that toxicity that you're talking about in the household with your kids. If you're a happy person and you're working on yourself to the best of your ability, then everything else should just come like, come and flow naturally. And if you're not so, with somebody that's like that, that's, I mean, remember, you chose this person. You you knew this going into the situation. And you normally know that before you say I do. Yeah. Most of the time. Because, like, people, especially guys, we are not Rubik's 99% Hughes. 99% of the time, there's red flags. Right. Like, we're not, we're not that hard to figure out. We're pretty, we're pretty open. And, um, you know, like unless you're some kind of serial killer or something like that, and you all mysterious and whatnot. But for the most part, we're not that hard to figure out. Females, y'all see it coming a mile away, especially when the bad stuff happens. But you're you're excited. You're turned on. So, of course, you're going to stick with it and deal with it. And we know. Oh, see, see, now we're just but we're going back to other for. things. That's exactly why. That's just another reason why you should be waiting for, you know, marriage to have sex, because if you're not blinded by that physical interaction with them guess what you have no choice but to get to know the person that you're going to marry because you're not you're not going and doing all, having sex and all this stuff it's not distracting you from anything and that's exactly why i'm going to say that show we talked about it, i think on what episode oh, um, one or two show. undressed on mtv i just want to um go on on full record that show sucks just wanted to, well, just we're wanted not to get gonna that talk out about there. them again or say the name and advertise them because it's dumb. 
Yeah, like I mean, it's don't don't watch it. It's dumb because of course I can fall in love with somebody I'm in bed with with no clothes, and of course I'm gonna want to go on a second date so I can eventually do what I want to do off camera. But we ain't gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about broken homes. So, what's your definition of a broken home? Like, what is that? So, if it's if it's not two people staying together, if you disagree with that post, what is a broken home? Even from your eyes, like, what does that look like? That's exactly what it is to me. Like having divorced parents, um, being raised by just your mom or your dad, and I don't. I'm not talking about in cases where like a parent died or anything like that. That's different. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, not that's even definition wise. Like a, that's not a broken home. That's yeah. you know. But yeah, that's just. I guess having divorced parents. That's that's where I came from. So for everybody that wants to say, oh, they're ch-, like that was me. I came from a broken home, and I didn't realize it was a broken home when I was a kid because that's what I was used to seeing. Almost none of the people in my family were married, and see, I, that that was normal to me. And that's the thing because we have bad information. A lot of stuff that is wrong or you know not exactly what it should be could seem like our new normal it could seem like it's oh it's supposed to always be like this oh we're supposed to be happy all the time oh we're supposed to like because we talked about it last episode too unrealistic expectations so if we can i'm just going to go back to what i said last week in the last um closing moments of the show if you haven't already go ahead and give us five stars on um apple itunes and uh, spotify everything else but if you haven't caught what I said last time. One thing I did mention in the last episode was I said that I think at the end of the day, we can talk about this for as long as we want. We can have the podcast for as long as we want. But at the end of the day, you need to be a good person. I think it starts from being a good person. And if you are a good person who's not selfish, then I think that no matter whether you are, you know, a Christ believer or not, I think either way you can make it work Mm -hmm. and there will be no such thing as broken homes because if you're not, which is going to bring me to another point that I wanted to make today is if you're not going into a marriage and I might, this is not even just a fear-based thing, but if you don't go into a marriage with this whole attitude of what do I get out of it, then your life will be so much easier because that's another problem too. I just watched a video the other day. And somebody was talking about Jamie Foxx and his views on marriage and things like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's not pro-marriage, clearly. Really? No, he's not. Because he, um, he was with Katie Holmes for a long time. They never got married. And I think he went on record saying something like, it's just, um, I, I forget what he said. It's just not for him, basically. And that's because he's a celebrity. He's made, he's a made man, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. they go into it like, oh, I don't want to get married because I don't want to risk any of my assets, all that stuff. But more so, I think it's just because not just the selfish nature of it. I think it's just because we go into marriage like, oh, what do I get out of it? What's in it for me? Do you agree? No. No. That defeats the, everything that we were talking about. What no, I mean, do I like, do, you, do oh. you agree with, oh, the with whole, everything that you just said? No, I mean, like, do you agree with um, the whole notion that, you know, I should get something out of this? No. Why is that? That just literally defeats the purpose of everything we were talking about. You don't go into it thinking about yourself. You go into it thinking about the other person. And that's one of the things that he said in that video. He's just like, because a lot of people nowadays, I we mentioned this in um, like the first or second episode, but how divorce rates, they're lower, but that's also because the marriage rate is lower too. Mm-hmm. So not as many people are getting married. 
And as we can see, statistically, as we looked at earlier from the black community, 30%. So obviously the balls aren't on court, but less people are getting married. So in that video, he cited what a lot of people think, which is what's the value in it? I don't see any value in marriage. And when you talk about something from a value perspective, then not only are you already looking at it as conditional, like I should be getting something out of this. If I'm not, then I don't need to be married anymore. But I don't even want to get that far, so I'm just not going to do it in the first place. So, but they, but yet, it's like they want all the other benefits that marriage have, like mm, having sex, having kids, leaving a legacy behind. Like, I don't. And people think that they can have kids. I'm telling this is what this this video. I I didn't. I mean, I didn't click off it because I wanted to use it for the podcast. But this guy literally said, you know, you might have your kids already, but what do you need to be married for? He literally said, you can have your kids, but you don't need to be married because of X, Y, Z, whatever. It's just like, why is that the example that you want to set for your kids? Yeah. And we wonder why we don't have generational wealth. You can be money smart. There's no generation to have. mm, (laughs) You can't have it. Exactly. You can't have a generation if you don't have a family. You need a family to leave something behind and to keep it going if we thought that way collectively as a group of black people at you know whatever it is you know i just wonder how how different things would be i wonder how different our outlook on life and in, in our the country the united states would be if we actually did those things see we think we're so woke and it's just like oh see what do you need marriage for is an institution made by the white man made by the government really an institution made by the same people that own the place because why by 22 percent they outnumber us in terms of families strong families lead to strong wealth mm-hmm. what wealth builds nations oh uh, i'm starting to family is the foundation family is the foundation and and so i think we tackled that but one thing i, I did want to leave with this off on is we do a lot of claim making here we make a lot of bold claims here that's that's what we do here because obviously you can tell that we're very passionate about this we we care very much because we are two young people uh you know 27 26 with three young children and this is the world that we have to share this is the world that we have to raise them in and the thing is if we have everyone collectively thinking this way about marriage i wonder in what other twisted ways we're going to view everything else that affects life on earth I mean, um, it ain't looking too good, is it, Ashley? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, and um, but and one... I just really hope that there's other people out there having kids, trying to teach them the same values, so that way when our kids are old enough, enough age, there's other people out there that think like them for them to start their families with. Exactly. We need more people who think that way because more so in the marriage, I mean, you know, I can tell you, anybody, like, you got to be on the same page. What do I preach all the time? is staying on the same page because if we're on the same page about the things that matter not about you know who's the best sports team out there you know unimportant stuff but the fundamental things the values that you're trying to instill in your children things like that you need to be on the same page with yeah at the very least so we talked about that so now let's get into the how do you do that kind of thing how do you do that i'm going to say this um because I mean, a lot of people need to hear this, but I think first and foremost, you need Jesus. Because um, the thing is, don't say that like you scared. No, I, no, I'm just saying like I ain't scared though. Oh. For you know, I ain't scared of nobody. <laughs> but um, no, I mean like 
I mean it from this perspective because we talked about being submissive earlier mm -hmm. and the reason why a lot of females don't know how to submit is because we don't submit ourselves to a higher power aka God and the thing is because we have already covered before that marriage is a God institution it is something that was developed and created by God to to do exactly what he said which is go out subdue the earth dominate it and to multiply be fruitful and multiply that means multiply your finances multiply families yes and had more children but that also means to go out and create because the thing is think about it, if the earth didn't have plants and trees we'd have no oxygen plants and trees add a lot to the world it helps make the world a healthier place mm -hmm. it helps the circle of life it starts from plants in the ground we are like plants in the ground if we scattered and divided ourselves we can't grow we can't help influence anybody else so then we just have a bunch of dead trees a bunch of dead plants that went nowhere because we decided to not do what we were supposed to do mm -hmm. but that's a nice analogy for that but um i i do believe that you have to submit yourself to a higher power you have to be in alignment with god first because it's like a business if you are working for somebody and say like you have the ceo and you're the manager but you and, and like and let's just say the company was open from nine to five what if at 6 p.m you were telling an employee or somebody that's under you, hey, I need you to do this for me. I need you to do this and, um, you know, for work or what, whatever the reason is, but basically asking them to do something outside of those working hours. You're outside of your authority because it doesn't like, it's not coming from above. The CEO isn't telling the employee to work past 5 p.m. or whatever and to sacrifice work-life balance, all that stuff. He's not telling him to do that, but you're outside of your authority. Mm -hmm. And that is the same way with us. We don't submit to a higher authority. So anytime we expect women to do all the things that we may have, you can call it a benefit or, or not, but to submit to us and have and actually, you know, listen, cooperate and just go based off our lead. We don't have that because we're outside of our authority almost 24 seven, which is why you have women who want to be independent go out there cheat do whatever like it's a and full circle thing to submit to god first exactly so what would you say in your opinion would be like a good way to to navigate that like would you what would you say to somebody who's considering getting married not married yet but do you agree with the whole submission thing like if a woman so should submit to a man yeah her husband yeah a husband or a boyfriend because you got a lot of people who are in relationships who want to command that, who want to have that same respect. Who want? I mean, obviously, you respect your boyfriend and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as like submitting and following somebody's lead, I that's that's reserved for your husband. And it's reserved for your husband as long as your husband is under the will of God. Yes. Or the higher power. Because if not, then you don't have anything to submit to because then you're going to be out of place in every area, especially if you bring children into the equation. Mm -hmm. Like, how can you be an effective father if you're taking orders from yourself? Yep. Because you don't know everything. I don't know everything. You know, <laughs> this is just a podcast. We don't know everything. But we do know that's something that needs to be in place. And if you, as long as you're in place there, then everything from the top down will come into alignment. But the next thing I also wanted to cover too is, it just tip wise is 
Stop approaching marriage out of fear. Stop saying so-and-so got married and they got divorced and that's why it's not going to work. How would you know? Have you been married before? Probably not. And if you are married and you're going through a tough time, don't go around telling people, don't oh, get Lord, married. Man. Don't man. do not do it. Don't do it. Like, stop. Don't put your bad experiences on somebody else. And that's what happens all the time. I, I wish you could hear some of the people that will call into Kevin Samuel's show. And that's one of the main things they always say is, I heard it was like this, or I saw somebody who went through this thing. You heard, you saw, and what does that come, what is that? That's bad information. That's the problem. We have bad information because we're getting our information from the culture, from the music, from TV the shows, the media. that does not like marriage in the first place. Yes, it's the whole point. You don't, like... I'm not going to try to get too political, but we want to talk about, you know, black people being disadvantaged, oppressed and all that stuff. But yet we're the lowest married race in the country. And if we already covered that wealth, you know, generational wealth comes from strong families. We want to talk about like, don't you some kind of correlation there? Right. Like, don't you think that the culture that is widely praised and accepted by other people, you know, especially in politics, don't you think that to fund their programs that they would incentivize broken homes and broken families, but yet we seem to be the only ones disadvantaged? Why, like, don't you guys see the correlation there? It's we, we have to get our information from the, the B-I-B-L-E. Yeah. That's, that's where we got to get our information from, because if not, you don't have a guidepost. You don't have a sign. So are you guys sensing a theme here, by the way? What's that? What's that theme, Ashley? What are you talking about? God. Ah, yeah, yeah. That. So that's the thing. You can't have one without the other. We cannot have our cake and eat it too. You have to choose. And like I said earlier, when it comes to weak men, you have to be a strong man. And what that means is don't be afraid to get married for one, but also when it comes to having children. Yes, it is a grind. Yes, it is challenging. Yes, you cannot do everything, or should I say, no, you cannot do everything that you used to do before you got married. If you're a baseball player, you know, baseball is going to have to come second. It is. That's everything that you do. But it takes a real, a real strong man Mm -hmm. to be able to put things aside for the greater good of the family. Because once you get that, some things you just have to put to the side. And ladies... That is a man that you want to submit to. Y'all heard it here first on Nakin. Go ahead and uh, rate this show five stars. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's the thing I want to say probably. If you get nothing else from this podcast, I want that to be the main message. There, it's, it's a cyclical thing. It's not just, you know, blame the female for everything. You know, girls ain't, you know, they ain't loyal, whatever. Nah, it's because we're out of place. How can you expect anybody to submit to you if you're afraid to share your assets, if you're afraid to do something because, oh, it's going to, I, you know, because the two become one flesh, mm-hmm. you don't want to become the one. So we got to keep everything separate just in case so I can have that get out of jail free car so I can do whatever I want to do. Like just that's 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 weak. That's weak stuff. And that's the thing. So if you cannot do those things, you know, life, marriage is going to be a lot harder for you. And of course, you're not going to see the value. Of course, you're not going to think it's something that's for you and worth it because you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Men are 
in control men you are the one that sets the tone you guys are the ones that lead so it only makes sense get yourselves together and then i promise you'll start finding females you'll start even the ones that you thought would never be that way and, and submit to you in that way when you get yourself together you'll find how quickly a female will change up and like hmm like yeah, and, and speaking of changing up, like if you, and this is on some man stuff, real quick. Let me um, <clears throat> y'all get real close. I'm gonna talk for a little on the microphone. Look, if you withhold sex from the woman, you're gonna want it more. But the thing is, if you also withhold it too, especially like if you guys are on the same page before you get married, let's just assume like it's a, it's a a perfect scenario. If that's not the goal from the beginning. You have no choice but to find the other thing that's going to make it work. Like if that's not your focus, then everything else is going to be that much more productive. If you withhold it and you know that's not what makes you, and if the female knows that's not what makes you tick, they have no power over you, and then they'll have no choice but to get to the we'll get with the program. If we stop getting yanked around by our lower nature, I'm gonna try to keep it clean on the podcast. Yeah. But if we stop getting yanked around by that, there'll be no such thing as OnlyFans. The porn industry would not be as wealthy as it is. Mm. If we stopped and took the power back, if we control that, everything else will come into alignment. But that's all I'm going to say about that. But we, so we covered pretty much, we, we covered a lot of stuff today. We did. But... Just to recap, I just wanted to reiterate, you know, tip-wise, there's something to leave you with, like I said before, submit to God, submit to a higher power as a man. You have to, or else it's just not going to work. Or or should I say, you cannot be surprised with the results that you get if you don't. Also, stop approaching marriage, relationships, whatever, out of fear. It is a thing, like you're you're, going to be uncomfortable sometimes, you're not going to be happy all the time. That's the point. It takes somebody who's strong mentally, physically, all the above, not even, you know, not even talking about bringing kids into the into the mix. Mm. We'll save that for another episode. But you got to be strong in all areas. And it's not about you. Die to yourself. Get over yourself. We said that last podcast. Get over yourself. It's not about you. There's nothing for you to get out of the marriage. Do not approach it like that. Like, it's, don't approach it like. I, you know, what am I getting in return for my affection, my, my money that I'm doing to provide over the house? Like, I don't look at you and say, you owe me because I'm paying the bills around here. This house you living in, oh, that's because of me. You need, now you need to, you need to pay up. Like, it, no, it has nothing to do with that. And then also number three is, did I have another? Oh, I did. And one thing I wanted to leave you guys with is always speak over and encourage your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like, once you get to that the thing is we talked about we talk about all the time is choosing your partner every day and if you choose your partner every day it's like watering the garden it's like watering the plants speak life into them yeah you have to you have to water the plants you have to use your words because your word comes from above hopefully use that to speak life into the household speak life into the children speak life into your your wife encourage her find out what it is that she wants to do you know, what, what makes her tick? What is something that brings her joy? And f- and do whatever you humanly possibly can to create the space, whether it be bills-wise, like, create a, like you know, do whatever you, ha- whatever you have to to 
give them a house to live in to where they can feel comfortable, secure, whatever it takes. And so when they feel happy, comfortable, secure, you're going to have that respect and that submission that you want. And uh, I think that's all that that pretty much um, that's why I want to leave you with just continue to speak over your spouse, continue to and ladies order do that the garden. same, do yeah. the same exact thing. Make sure that um, you you guys hear it all the time. Be his peace. Yeah, After don't, don't, he's out there working hard and everything like that. Just let him come home to a nice, peaceful, relaxing atmosphere. Give him somebody to vent to encourage him. Let him know that he's doing an amazing job. Yeah, that's super important. Like though, um, I think most men, and um, I mean, I don't, I don't fully agree, which we'll we'll talk about on a, on a later podcast. But you know, most men are words of affirmation type. Like we like to be reassured that we're doing a good job because most of the time people we don't get that. Like society glorifies crapping on the men and saying we don't do nothing, we don't take care of the kids, we don't do this. That's not true, and don't give them nothing to talk about. But yeah. That's pretty much what we got today. That is all for this episode of Naked. This was episode five. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to follow us, myself, on Instagram at jmedia underscore productions underscore. Um, you can see, follow us. We get we do the show, the video version on Twitch first. That's Twitch TV slash Meet the Robertsons, I believe it is. TikTok at me, M-E-E, V-T-H-E, Robertsons, right? Yep. I got that right. Yep. Got it right the first time. And you can find us on Apple's iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Like we're on pretty much every every platform now. So be sure to give us five stars. Thanks for coming through. Give us a like on the video version on YouTube. Comment, screenshot, take a take a screenshot of this, send it to your friends, post it to your stories on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Do whatever you got to do to make us husbands, fathers, wives, make families great again. Yes, sir. We'll see you on the next one.